Hi, Sandy Mackey here. Hey, I'm Al Curtis. With another episode of Conversations with Ask the Cool Guy. And Ask the Cool Girl. So, since we were together last, lots of thoughts and things about the future of pool design, about the future of the industry, and about kind of expanding and becoming a bigger and better version of ourselves. If any of you have the opportunity on Netflix to watch Tony Robbins' I Am Not Your Guru, well worth watching, I think for many reasons. And just one of them is because he touches on well, okay, more than one. So one of them is because he touches on ways to set goals, set aspirations, and to live at a higher frequency than you ever have before. Another reason is to just watch the human interest aspect of the amazing, amazing work he does and how we have the ability to, as people, lift each other up, and that goes for people we work with, homeowners, and people who work for us, as well as ourselves. And with that, I just wanted to take a minute to say that this past week, the pool industry lost someone that we consider a friend because of a stroke that he had had, and ultimately the family took him off of life support. Ken Davis was a smiling face that all of the industry shows and as we, Al and I, began to attend more shows, Ken was a regular that we saw and he was one of the people that reached out the most and engaged with us the most and was always a smiling face and kind of caught on to what we were doing earlier than a lot of other people and Ken had watched what we were doing and decided he wanted to grow himself as well and he was in the process of growing his business and making some changes. He was very young, in my opinion, to have passed away so suddenly from a stroke. So our thoughts go out to the family and I know just from the thoughts and the sympathies that have been coming in that he touched a lot of people, I think, in the way that he touched us. I, yeah, he was, he was certainly one of our early fans. He was one that caught on to us early and paid attention and engaged and stayed engaged and involved with us. Yeah. And you're right, it was, in all these years, it's been good to be able to see him at the show, just as a smiling face, someone that you know. Because yeah. a lot of times when you go, today we know so many people, but when you're an early attender and you don't know a lot of people, it is really nice to lay your eyes on someone that you know and have them be able to smile and, and acknowledge you as, as they know you. So yeah, it is, uh, it's been interesting thinking about how quickly things can change for all of us. What, on that side of the spectrum where, where life can change into not life, but then talking you know, with the Tony Robbins stuff, on the other end, how we each have choices every day to be a better version of ourselves and to be more passionate about anything that we want to be more passionate about and live a a crazier life, a higher energy life, and just going after things, and even going after the simple mundane things, but with a new energy, with a new vibrating vibration, or a, a new vigor is probably the best word. And that's certainly something that, in me discovering myself over all of these years, 
I know the things that get me excited and I can feel it happening when I get involved in something that, that is, is transforming me. It really, it may not be affecting anyone else, but I really know when it's transforming me and I've paid a lot of attention to that. And, and I think with the Tony Robbins, that program, he really helps us understand the human side and the challenges that we all have. Everyone thinks that they're the only ones with problems and everyone else's life is perfect but theirs. And yet all of these seemingly amazing lives have these their own set of challenges, not one better than the other, maybe some more physically difficult, mentally difficult, emotionally difficult, but we all run into these challenges in life. And, and I think that we very much, with wrapping this around the company, have created a really cool culture for people to be able to explore themselves and be encouraged to explore themselves and yet do it in a way that it's accepting. You know, if you want to be creative, we're going to give you an outlet to be more creative. If you want to be more assertive, we're going to give you a way to be more assertive. If you want to, any of those things, it's, we've certainly worked really hard knowing that we expect ourselves to be better every day. We've created that environment that allows others to, if they choose to be better, which you can almost, you can't not be in this environment very long and not want to change. You're going to leave. If you want to stay the same way you are and then be stagnant with who you are, you're not going to stay around us very long because we're not staying here very long. We're moving on to the next better version of us each time. Sometimes maybe it's a worse version, but it's another version of the learning of the next version to be. So uh, it's kind of two spectrums of being all of the best and then also looking at end of life. And that comes fast for all of us and we never really do know when. I guess the lesson there is living every moment and saying what needs to be said when the moment is there to say it because you never really know if you have the next moment. Yeah. Let's get on to some pool stuff. Not that that's not pool stuff because that's certainly wrapped around pools and philosophy and life's experience. Any uh, craziness happening? Any cool things? I, my mind is wrapped up in design, as it often is. Well, I think that was a really interesting thing. We had a discussion earlier about design, and we have a great opportunity here in Michigan in the Metro Detroit market, kind of between Detroit and Lansing. Because we have such a robust online presence and because the work that we do is so very, very cool, we have inquiries every day about building swimming pools. And some of the inquiries meet the criteria for people that we would work with, knowing that we build a small number of pools every year, highly detailed and highly designed. When people call and they're looking for something other than what we provide, we get a variety of responses from shock that we would turn someone away to confusion that we would turn someone away and even questioning that I was on the phone with someone last week and I found out what they were looking for in their budget range and I said well based on what you're looking for I have a great company to suggest for you and this person said you mean you're sending me somewhere else and then I further explained that yes I was because we build a small number and what we are really looking for is in this criteria and he said wow and he was a little confused at first, then he was surprised, and then he was appreciative that I said that, 
And I was able to say, no matter who builds your pool, you are welcome to come back to us for service because that is a separate division than construction and we can handle more people and more clients coming on in the service realm. That got me thinking though, in the last several weeks, if it was two weeks or three weeks, we have turned away or suggested other companies for a strong million dollars of work at least, if not more. And that's probably including pools from the forty dollars to $100,000 range, day after day after day after day. So anybody in the industry who is looking for a change, if you would like a ready-built audience and you want to build something a little different than standard, it doesn't have to be as crazy as we do it, but it could be a blend between normal and crazy. Normal and crazy. And easy. We would love to find a partner that we could walk into this segment of the market with the support of our marketing team, with the support of our front office. You know, if it's a division that we could start or something like that, we would love to see where that would go. I'm sure it is present in every state in the country as well. We just happen to be here in Michigan, so we know how to launch it here pretty effectively. Completely open for the right person to come along. And looking at the crew of people that build our crazy, crazy pools, we have Al, then we have Jesse, Katie, and Karen, three women working on the jobs. And then we typically have Mark, our service guy, that we borrow for the construction side for the underground plumbing and the equipment pads of the pools. So my thought is if we could find that right partner who would want to come and build the $60,000 to $100,000 pools, we could still support you with the underground plumbing with Mark. And I think it would be a foreman and one person could really do this crazy cool stuff, maybe not to the level of intensity of some of our projects, but definitely to an intensity all their own. So huge possibility there, just I think I'm waiting for the right person to self-select. I think it's that person that we've been looking for probably for a couple of years now. And it just has becomes more and more apparent as you turn away more and more work. And we've I've met with a few clients that maybe didn't wasn't as crazy of a project as we had talked about, but you really found something in them that you really liked, and they were close. So the criteria in that one was they were close. I've met with several of those people over the last few weeks, and you know, great people. It wouldn't even be an issue of selling or competing. It's a walk-in and here that's built for you. And it, it makes me tempted to want to do that, just because I know that I can but it doesn't necessarily mean that, you should. mean that I should. Yeah, and that's a little bit of a struggle that I'm having because this is great work. The best work. Mar good margins on work. You can basically get whatever you need out of it to make it work within that certain budget frame. And it for me, it just doesn't fill that expansion meter that I was talking about. I, I'm expanding and growing as a person, which includes design, it includes construction, it includes how can I push myself to do something cooler, more different, crazier, exhilarating, more than anything else. The, the Having to make it be more crazy, the only reason for that is it's exhilarating. To accomplish something 
that you set out to do and you, you knew you had the skill set but you didn't know how to do it and you, and you built it. For me to go back to building something that I've done a hundred times or a thousand times kind of draws that sense out of me of why would I want to grow that? Why would I want to change? Because it's not, it's not just growing dollars at the company. I mean, as important as that is in the, the workforce world. In sustainability. In sustainability, there's, there's some importance to that, but really it's not about scaling. It's about just doing what we love and what's fun. And that's a challenge because there's that old part of me that says, just take the work, take the work, take the work, figure it out. And then I go, I go right back into that mindset of if we just take all the work, then we're going to make everyone unhappy yeah. because we can't perform that way and we're not set up to. And look at, look at just our workforce this summer, how it's gone down just based on the attrition of we, know, we knew they wouldn't be here long term, or, but all of a sudden our crew is half of what we started the summer with and we're only halfway through the summer. And yet, our crew has dwindled down to the perfect number to do what we're doing, but not the perfect number to scale up anywhere. So it would be kind of cool to find that partner, that's somebody who would say, I can do that and I can be creative, but I don't have to get crazy all the time. Well, after you do a boat, you can't really go back to normal because it feels like then you're being less than, you're being less challenged mentally, you're being less creative. and. There's a perfectly wonderful place for someone to come in and build pools that they've never built before, yet you've transpired, you've gone beyond that. And as Tony Robbins says in his Netflix program, life is about growing. And if you compromise your growth, you will lessen the vitality and that self-satisfaction in what you're doing. So it is very important to honor that and not judge it, yet be aware of it and know that when you, maybe within yourself, find a sense of dissatisfaction, it probably very often comes from the fact that you're not being challenged and you're not growing in any of those aspects mentally or create creatively or you know in any of those ways and there's that balance between doing things for money which it would be really easy to snap back into that well let's just put these few projects in here because you know it's money it's revenue and yet if that's not the focus but the focus is being creative being challenged doing all of this if that's the focus then it's an easy, no, I can't do this. But if I take my mind off of the thing that, I'm, that I'd love to do and say, well, let's just do things for money, it'd be easy for me to slip back into that, but there'd be no joy in it. And it would be just going back to what I was. And I don't want to be known for what I've done in the past. I want to be known for what I'm doing in the future, what I'm doing now and moving forward. How can I be better at doing something else? And I don't know how to compromise that without it feeling like I've settled for money versus settled for or aspired to create. Yeah. With that comes its own set of challenges, of course. But we have this team of people around us that, like, what was it you said, Karen said? I trust you. 
you know, they trust us to make those right decisions. Right. We had talked in our team meeting of our management team the other day, and we had talked about the number of leads that were turning away and the amount of work that we're not quoting, and some that we could quote right now, and yet I think we don't take that step and quote it because we're not convinced that if they said yes, we'd want to do it. Mm -hmm. And we were talking to um, Karen, and she said, yeah, I trust you guys to do what's, you know, in the, the best of everything for everybody that's involved here. And with as much as we've turned away, we counted then the number of quotes that people are waiting for between new pool builds and renovations, and there's six. And if we proposed all six, and if all six people said yes, that wouldn't work because the capacity for what we need, we don't need that many. So even in saying no to a lot, we still have an overabundance of people oh, that we'd like yeses. to be able mm -hmm. to say yes to. And again, we just need that really strong partner. Yeah. Well, even in those six designs, I've already in my mind weeded out a few of them and said that this just isn't going to work for a lot of different reasons. And some of it is really intriguing, challenging work for me, where I would really love to get involved and do it, but then I realize sometimes there's square peg in a round hole, and I almost get that sense as well in this one particular case where the challenge I'd be up for the challenge of doing something completely unique and new and different, but then there's part of me that says it's a square peg in a round hole, and it's not in the style, the real style that, that is the core of who I am. And I would be sacrificing myself to push myself into that style. Could I do that style? Yes, because I think just about anybody could do that style. I choose not to do that style because I, it doesn't thrill me, it doesn't make me happy, it doesn't give me any sense of joy or accomplishment. And we don't need projects just to put pictures in our book. There was a time, and many years ago, where that's what would end up, I would do a project even though I wasn't necessarily happy about it, I wouldn't do that now like I would have done then, but my mindset was if I do this, it helps build the portfolio. Makes a few bucks, but builds a portfolio that shows we can do this, this, and this, and this. Well, I don't think that's as important anymore. It probably wasn't important then, but it was important to me. To the world, the world wouldn't have known the difference whether we could do that thing or not. Yeah. But to me, it was important because I thought, well, this is building my quote-unquote reputation, which is all here anyway. Yeah. Our reputations are in our own mind anyway. The other thing worth talking about is team buy-in on what we're doing and in deciding to take some of the projects that we do whether it's a service customer or if it is one of our new pool builds it is a really interesting thing that happens because the team trusts us so much to make the right decisions they know that the people that we're working with are going to be extraordinary the homeowners and the homeowners families are going to be lovely so much so that none of our team clocks out at the end of the day. If there's ever something that comes up with that pool, whether it's a new pool who we tend to hold their hands to a greater extent than maybe some of our service customers, but to the point where somebody could call at 9 o'clock on a Friday night and we choose clients that we care about so much, it's not just about the pool, it's about the entire relationship and making sure that everything goes well. 
that if somebody calls at nine o'clock on a Friday night, every single one of our team would drop what they are doing, whatever it is, to go out and try to solve that problem. So, you know, that's something I think worth talking about. And I know a lot of people really probably would scratch their heads and they would not understand it. And I witnessed this at our uh, car auto repair shop. I happen to have my vehicle in there for service and they're very busy, which is good because it means that people trust them to do the work that they do. Well, they had my vehicle and they closed at six o'clock on a Friday night. And I said, I'll be there before six. And I think I made it there like at five minutes to six. I had to pay the bill, get my keys and leave. And they have a stack of cars waiting for work. And at 6.01, lights were off, door was locking as we were walking out. And I thought, wow, there's like so many cars here, so many people waiting for this. And they clock out at 6 o'clock on a Friday night. 6.01, it's over. And you can't call them up and say, my car just broke down, I need you right now at 8 o'clock on a Friday night. It just doesn't happen yet one of our pool customers could call us and they sometimes do and we will go no matter how late it is you know you were saying that and i'm thinking they could call us because their car broke down <laughs> and one of us would deploy <laughs> go to go and get up. them absolutely yeah. yeah and that's a really rare thing to think about it from that perspective is any one of us if we were on the call list when a car broke down any one of us would drop what we were doing to go and help because we care that much and it's really interesting to think about that relating automobile repair with the pool business as we would do those types of things and without even thinking about it not looking for credit not looking for attaboy look while we're great service company whatever no we would just do it because it would be the thing to do it's well, like helping friends yeah you choose us to build your pool and it goes way beyond a contractual relationship for just that experience it turns into a sort of a friendship or a mutual caring and I know many of our pool customers not that we would need to or that we ever would because we've got so many people that we can call upon anyway but if I broke down in Ortonville you can Some bet there's a couple of our pool customers that I would call if I broke down in you know Oakland County over by the Pontiac Silverdome there's people that I could call that would gladly, mm -hmm. I'm sure, reciprocate in that case. Not that we'd be likely to ask, but we could. So let's bring this down to, I'm a pool company, not us, but I'm watching this and this sounds like insanity because most customer relations with their pool company are not quite as smooth for whatever reason. Maybe it's all construction, maybe it's everything, but specific to this. I'm listening to us talking going, you're nuts. <laughs> why would you do that? If not for money, why would you do and care that much about people? What path would you send someone on to start discovering what's important? And, and why have we arrived here? It's not like we went from a uncaring horrible awful hated everybody company to let's love on everybody and do this why why that journey there's a couple really easy answers from my end that i think are appropriate and 
people will say, yeah, you're phoning it in. The first one is the stress level goes down. If you start caring about people and you quit being so frenetic and frantic about everything, I know for me, I've extended my life. There's no doubt about it. I think that a number of years ago, I was very unhealthy on the inside because it was eating me alive. Every day, 24-7, all the time, it was, it was tearing me apart from the inside out. And today, I don't carry those stresses around at all. That's probably the primary reason why I would suggest everybody do this. Now, can everybody? No. Will everybody? No. But the ones that get it, the ones that are sick and tired of being sick and tired of always operating that way and them always having the net result be the same every time, those are probably the people that would learn from what's happened with us. Yeah, I don't know that this comes naturally to everyone, but I believe that it can. Thinking about just where I come from, have I always been this way? Not to the extent that I am. But somehow I think programmed in my DNA is the desire to help people have a good experience. I remember when I was a kid, if people would come over, I would be the ringleader and I would be organizing the game of hide and seek or this experience or that experience. So as much as I am very much an introvert, which I am, that surprises a lot of people because it's something I value my thoughts and my time alone and yet when it is time in a group or with customers to make people have a good time or make people feel important or valued that very much is a switch that goes off in me and it it turns itself on so I think it's the blend of the styles of each of the individuals within our team and within our company that has done this if you've watched the podcast for a while, you'll know that in 2008, Al and I launched a co-working community of business owners. So that was in part taking something that's inherent in me, this desire to put people into situations where they can have a good time. And Al's kind of inherent in his DNA is to be a storyteller, be an orator, take people from where they are and imagine greater possibilities to create interesting situations and dynamics. So we have a pool company and we've had a pool company for a very long time, but it very much evolved at that time where we took on that co-working. And I think while it seems like a maybe a path deviation from the outside, it was discovering more of what makes us happy. So we've really blended everything and we have a pool company but it's really a community and it keeps getting stronger too because when we build for a new homeowner they become a part of our legendary owners club and everybody in that club also could call upon each other you know many of them get the opportunity to meet we invite them to participate with us and with you know our events and things as much as they want and very much people have such commonality and they're linked together by the fact they worked with us so you could say we're a pool company but we're really a philosophy company community builder based on philosophy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and I think that's again the strengths that we bring to the table probably is we're we have always had this mindset 
each individually, but then as sort of a team together, we've had this mindset of wanting to help people find their blissy place, their happy place, their, you know, drive in life and help them get get beyond. We take that very personally, getting beyond where they're at now, getting over their shit so that they can just move on in life. And that's always been a part of my life, and I imagine it was always a part of your life as well. But then we've taken that philosophy together and said, how can we help the business community? Hence the Insights Group. And now even with this, all of the stuff that we still do that isn't directly pool related, mastermind groups and marketing groups and stuff. I noticed that recently I got an email from an HR person saying, I don't know if you saw that email or if it came directly to me, uh, asking if I would present at an HR uh, HR convention in this next this fall or something, and you know because of because of our experience with insights and all of that, that I'll, I'll have to share the email with you. Yeah. And you know I'm just a pool guy, but am I just a pool guy or am I a philosophy slash let's just do things unusual and fun and different? And I know I know at the core of myself I'm a pool guy. I really am but it goes far beyond building a swimming pool. Yeah. Just like you're a pool girl, it goes way beyond being a pool girl. So let's talk about a couple of things to wrap this up. Let's talk about the next six months, the next two years, and then beyond there. So what I see for our next six months is making a few of the decisions about the work that really will make the hearts sing of the people in our team. It will be making sure that we find a way to inspire our team through the rest of this year and then getting excited for the prospect of what's coming because We've got to keep growing. And I think that we collectively have been enjoying kind of achieving a new level of give a shit in the business, of caring about our team and our customers and our clients who become our friends, as well as kind of reveling in where we find ourselves in life. Because especially with that reminder that life is short, and you don't know how much time you'll have. Sometimes days can be a struggle, and yet if you don't know how many that you have left, you do the best to maximize those. So I see in myself a renewed energy toward maximizing whatever that experience is. As Tony Robbins said, when you go to one of his experiences, you will push through and you will live at a higher energy than you've lived at before, because at that energy, things are different, things come faster, decisions come, and changes happen, and inspired growth, and just kind of that level, the level that people live at, in a lot of cases, is existing. And we've moved on to like an inspired thriving, and I know that there's a level beyond that. So in the next six months to the next two years, I really want to dive into that wholeheartedly. Well, Tony Robbins, and I've always been a fan of his, and what was so inspiring in this last thing that we watched of his is he talks about living 
your life with intensity. And I recognized how most of us, including myself for much of my life, get caught in a routine of what is, and it's sort of that definition of insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different result, figuring that at some point you pay your dues and magically you get more, have more, be more, whatever, and yet if you're not actively do doing something to create change, change is never going to happen. And with that, living more intensely, which is certainly a good way of putting our for me, it's framing our lives in the last several years as we've lived with more passion, more excitement, more that savory part of juicy part of life. And I like to express it that way because it helps me recognize how juicy and awesome it really is. Most people would not want to use the word juicy as a definition for their life. But that there's such a yummy part to all of this if we focus on the yummy part. There's a bunch of shitty stuff if we focus on the shitty stuff. And, you know, Tony Robbins is just always a great reminder to just go at life with intensity. And then, not knowing when it's going to end, and it, the healthiest person can be gone or the sickest person can live forever. It's not about that. It's about eventually that happens. But why not live every moment until you're not living? And for me, I think the next six months and the next two years as well, is going to really identify the fine, I know for me, the final phase of my career, the final phase of the pool construction career. I'm, there'll be more after that and there's all kinds of other things, but I'm kind of in the home stretch. I'm in the home stretch of th this is the time to knock them all out of the park, to just do something bigger and better and crazier and funner and cooler and yummier than ever before. As, as sort of that home stretch, you can see the finish line. By being able to see the finish line, it helps you to live more intensely. Uh, I relate that to having run uh, several half marathons, is you hit that mile 13, and I, I was just a mild runner, I never really, never really trained. I just sort of said, okay, I'll do the half marathon with you. I've done a marathon that way too, but a half marathon, I remember each time I ran a half marathon without preparation, you get to that mile 12, or you know, you get to mile five and you're thinking, I just have this much, and you get to mile 12 and you know you're just a mile up. It's 5,280 feet plus a tenth of a mile, I can do this. And you get to that mile 13, and there's the finish line. The finish line is a tenth of a mile away, and you don't stop. You don't, oh, I can't do that last bit. Instead, it sort of intensifies because you can see that finish line. And that's kind of how I feel about the, my pool career. All of this craziness that I've done over the last three decades is prepared me for this final dash. And this final dash may take me 10 years. It may take me 15 years. It may take me three years. I don't know. But that final dash is, is really exciting because it's going to draw in to my life, into the company's life, a lot of really cool people, a lot of cool projects. So I do. I see all of that changing again. The next six months to two years is going to identify all of that for us. And I think by the time two years from today, it'll all be figured out. I don't think there'll be any question. And then we'll grow from there, and we'll change from there, and we'll do more again. But I think the next, uh, this next little bit is going to be really, really, really crazy cool. So with that. I guess Are we'll we done? see you next time. We'll see you next time.